Hello everybody, welcome to the 11th episode of the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. I'm GC13. I'm Ken. And uh, this episode will just be a relatively quick, I hope, wrap up of the Steven Bomb event. Yeah, we're just going to be summarizing all of our thoughts. Unfortunately, Dakota and Hunter aren't going to be here for this episode. They weren't here for the last episode, but I'm sure they'll be back for next week. I'm, I'm sure it's just feels-related injuries, you know, they gotta get that treated. <laughs> a human can only take so much, GC. I know, I know. That's why I'm an evil robot from outer space. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess the best, pl- best place to start would be the very beginning of Stephen Bomb, Rose's Scabbard. We, we now have a much better appreciation for it. I just, I guess what I'm just trying to figure out is what was the importance of that battle that that battlefield was at? It seems to be the first battle, but Pearl kind of treats it like it's the only battle that really mattered. What, what do you think? Yeah, I have no idea. I know at the end of the episode, she's giving yet another monologue on gym history to Steven, and I'm not sure how much Steven has really soaked in because we see in The Return that he is surprised to learn that there was some gym battle over the fate of the world and that a lot of gems were evil, or at least evil from the perspective of humans. So it seems like Pearl gives him a lot of information, but perhaps she's really kind of carefully couching it in a way that would be, I don't know, not upset Stephen. Yeah, I that or Stephen's just a really lousy history student, you know? Yeah, it's also entirely possible. Stephen doesn't seem to be the brightest guy. You have to realize that in Lonely Blade, he didn't figure out that the guy on the cover and in the background of every fight scene was the evil samurai president. I, <laughs> so, uh, good point. You know, maybe, maybe Stephen needs to get a little genre savvy or something. I, I don't know. Well, he doesn't go to school, so <sighs> that's true. That's true. Somebody, somebody should, somebody, somebody should really get on that pearl. Or Greg. Yeah, what's what's Greg going to teach him? He can make him go to school or do something. I don't know. Welcome to Greg's School of Rock. Oh, I'd watch that movie. There you Who go. needs Jack Black? Yeah, yeah. Who needs Jack Black when we got Greg? <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I guess what I gather from, you know, Pearl's little, you know, she has her projection and the conversation between herself and Rose. I guess what I get out of that is that that battle was the start of the war and I don't know, I guess at this point I'm just assuming that winning that battle is what allowed them to have the war in the first place. What do you mean by have the war in the first place? Probably that the homeworld gems were too strong until they managed to clear, thin them out enough so that they could run a little bit wild over the earth. Okay, Because we learned in the message that they had needs of long-distance communication that they use the whaling stones for, so unless you're coordinating far-flung forces, that's probably not going to be too important. I gotcha. I suppose it's always possible they could have been coordinating with other planets, which that would be a doozy. But as far as we know, the crystal gems were just on Earth. So that's pure speculation, which I guess takes us into very neatly into the message. I did have one thing I wanted to say. I know that you're not a fan of what Lapis did to Jasper, but you know how well it was foreshadowed in the message? Was it foreshadowed? Tell me. I think it was foreshadowed because Greg's little riff about Lapis was that she's a riptide queen and she's super mean now. You know, rip current, which is often called a riptide by people, drags people out to sea, just like Lapis mm. did to Jasper. That is plausible. I do think that's a stretch, but uh, it's plausible. I don't know, because it is super mean to imprison somebody, <laughs> you know, just so you can finally be the warden yourself. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's plausible. I'm not going to say that I quite buy into it, but it's plausible. I mean, 
I is just one interpretation of the lyrics. <laughs> and, and then that would take us to political power, which I... I don't know what else to say about it, except I think it fits very neatly into the schedule if it's right before the two-parter. Because, you know, we lost three episodes to season two to make the Steven bomb happen. Right, right. And, you know, these are just filler episodes. So they could have gone in whenever. I, I guess maybe you could have put in one of them, you know, before Rose's Scabbard and then probably one after Rose's Scabbard and one after the message. But I think political power has to be right before the finale. Yeah, you couldn't have put it afterwards, that's for sure. I mean, because we go, Stephen finally convince, convinces the gem, the crystal gems to fess up about what's going on, and then that fits so perfectly with the very next episode. You know, it happens, and he, you know, he knows his part, and he plays it with, uh, with precision, and I think that would lose something if they had scheduled something in between the two episodes. Yeah, I agree. It was a very... It's a very good connection. And then again, we have full disclosure. I mean, I haven't changed my mind since the last podcast of you. It, it really needs some distance between it and uh, between the airtime, not the actual airing order between it and Jailbreak. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I've been doing a lot of reading on comments and whatnot, which I hadn't done when we recorded the podcast on it. But reading like the AV Club's reviews and reading a bunch of other people's opinions, I am very surprised to see how many people like that episode quite a bit. Like the AV Club gave it an A minus. I that was really kind of shocked. Didn't they? Didn't they give Rose's Scabbard a B plus? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what's up. That with guy those gave guys. Rose's Scabbard a B plus, and he gave. Yeah, and he gave full disclosure an A minus. What's up with that? Rosa Scabbard is a million times. Yeah, better. I don't understand it. I, I think full disclosure is a C at best. I mean, it's it's not bad. It has a good song. It has some good moments. I, I just don't think it comes together as well as I expect a Steven Universe episode to. Yeah, I'd agree with that rating perfectly. A C. It is a C. Is not an A minus. That's ridiculous. I don't understand why the fan reaction seems so positive. But you know what? I'm not hating. I'm glad they liked it. I'm not gonna go shout anybody down for disliking it. I'm. I'm just gonna say I, I really don't see how it's all that good. Yeah, I agree with you. Spot on. But something interesting. You've been mentioning reading up in the comments. Something interesting that people have observed about uh, the return and jailbreak. Jasper mentions Yellow Diamond, and then in the palm of the starship, where Jasper and Garnet start their battle, there is a display, or there's a decoration on the floor of a Yellow Diamond, a White Diamond, and a Blue Diamond. You know, it gives a pretty good indication of how many gems are in the Diamond Authority, or at least how many there should be. Hmm, very interesting. I did not notice that. I, I, I don't know. I have to do some more thinking about this still, I think, but my mind just comes back to the mural in Sirius Steven, and I think it all makes sense now. Rose Quartz is fighting a gem with a triangle, you know, displayed very prominently on her chest, but just like Rose Quartz is colored pink, that gem is colored blue, and I suspect that she was fighting Blue Diamond there on Earth. Yeah, it's possible. Perhaps there is a Blue Diamond again. It might be, I mean, there are several pearls. We have no reason to assume that there's only one of anything else. So presumably another blue diamond has taken her place. But we might get some revelation that Rose fought and defeated a very powerful gem from the Diamond Authority, as Ronaldo calls it, during the Rebellion. And that might might be what prompted the homeworld to finally pull out. Well, you say there are several pearls. Allegedly, there are several pearls. We don't know that quite yet. But yeah, your theory sounds entirely plausible. I mean, there there have to be several pearls. Jasper said that Pearl was defective 
somehow. That's not like a direct indication. That's a strong implication. Uh, yeah, that is in a, fact, I'm not even sure I'd say that it was strong. It was a pretty strong implication. But, you know, it's reasonable to draw the inference that there are several of each, there are many of each gem. I, I'd agree with that, particularly Amethyst. I think we can almost guarantee that there were more of her at one point. So do you think it's possible that the most of the gems from that kindergarten were Jaspers? Mm, I hadn't thought about that. People have been pointing out that they have similar hair, and they both have both have used the spin dash attack before. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all I'm oh. all I'm saying is that if Jasper is a mass production model, then holy cow! I mean, I, I guess part of me really wants Jasper to be one of the original homeworld gems, like presumably Pearl is, or at least a you know higher generation gem because she's very very strong. Right. I mean, she she's able to go toe to toe with Garnet for a while, and she's. You know, she's a mono gem. She's not a fusion. Speaking of fusions, I'm excited for the possibility of seeing a gem that's just, I guess, like a fusion to the 50th power. Like two gems fuse, and then they fuse with another fusion, and then that fusion fuses with another fusion, and that goes on like a billion times, or however many, 150, 20. But I'm hoping that that's what like Diamond's going to turn out to be. Hmm. That would be interesting. I don't think the Jasper's hatred of... Fusion gems would really allow that to be, but it would be very interesting to see a couple diamonds fuse together, and since they're probably very powerful, you would get one hulk of a fusion. Right, right. I, I do kind of wonder, though, what would happen if Opal and Garnet fused? That'd be cool. I hope That would be very sweet. I hope that question gets answered. Would we get Alexandrite, or would we get an entirely different gem? Mm, mysteries. Mysterious mysteries of strange mystery. I, I guess the only other thing that I've been really thinking of is the the way Steven was resistant to the new gem technology in Jailbreak. You know, how he was able to get out of the cell that's meant to hold a gem, but, you know, can't disrupt organic matter, and how the gem disruptor did nothing to him. Right. Was this all part of Rose's plan? You know, is she the glorious strategist setting plans into motion a decade or more in advance? You know, with very tenuous knowledge of exactly what she's going to face or was this just you know lucky happenstance that's a that's a question i really want to see the answer to i hope the answer to that is no rose is already being painted as kind of this god figure who is all-knowing and perfect beyond all comprehension and everyone loves and adores her and she was infallible and i kind of would just like to see some flaws in her and i don't need her I don't need, like, more perfection being added to her mystique and lore by her, like, being the orchestrator of everything that's going on in the story, even though she's been dead for ten years. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like an OP Rose. She's like this <laughs> colossus that's still casting a shadow over the series, even though she's been dead for so long. It's really interesting. I got gotcha. you. Uh, seeing some flaws would be interesting. Uh, hopefully... Hopefully we're going to get story for Steven soon and we can get a, a bit more information about our character. It's not going to be too heavy since it's one of the filler episodes that was moved, but it'll be nice to get a maybe a more realistic look at what Rose was all about. You know, you're not going to go to Amethyst or Pearl for accurate information about Rose. That's just that's just not how you do it. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Garnet would have some interesting information if she cared to share it. Right. Yeah, you could probably get some good stuff out of Garnet. 
where the heck did all this gem corruption come from? Was, was it the attack that the homeworld unleashed and Rose managed to shield a few friends from? Or so many qu- We get so many questions answered and we just still have so many more. It's the nature of a show. The nature of a good show, at least. Yeah. It's like a hydra. You cut one off and two more, two more grow in. Right. Uh, the only other thing I had, I guess, was to go over the ratings. Ah, dismal, dismal. Yeah, they weren't that great, surprisingly, or surprisingly to me. You know, the finale, the return and jailbreak, the numbers aren't that aren't that impressive if you just look at the raw numbers of viewers, but if you look at the percentage of adults that watched it, it did very well among adults, you know, compared to how it usually does, especially with the uh especially with the females, you know, the you know, the young woman and the The ladies. Yes, all the ladies out there. It did very all the single it did pretty <laughs> wrong r&b or wrong pop singer but uh <laughs> but yeah it did pretty well with all the older people it's just the kids i guess were all on summer vacation or something or not summer vacation spring break yeah it's a plausible explanation i don't know what the deal was i guess maybe just having a really quick schedule change kind of yeah yeah off, having but... the having the abrupt change to the time slot an hour and a half earlier and having very poor advertisements i, I don't think helped at all i mean they I've been complaining about this ever since the advertisement started, but they, they keep using the same video from back when we hadn't seen Coach Steven yet. Yeah, that's that's an issue. They could definitely update that. They, they could have at least spent, you know, the half an hour to select some good clips from the Steven Bomb episodes. Right, I agree. Just kind of run through the numbers really quick for Rosa Scabbard, 1.216 million for the message 1.309 million for political power 1.415 million and for the return and jailbreak it was at 1.697 million and keep in mind that it's usually around just under 2 million for the new episode every given week so these are all significantly below average though some more so than others yeah but i mean even teen titans go didn't break 2 million this week so i i think it is just that there are lots of kids who are not home for spring break Yes, yeah. that's probably what did it. And you know, we, yeah, you're you're correct. We won't have numbers for you know full disclosure until Monday, but I'm not I'm not thinking it's going to break one and a half million. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. You know, that's just that's just my guess. But yeah, I mean, mysteries upon mysteries. I th- I think Stephen Bomb delivered on all of its hype, though. With the exception of full disclosure, most definitely. But, I mean, I, mentally, I don't even really count. Full disclosure as part of Stephen <laughs> Baum, you know, Stephen Baum was all about the build up to, you know, the finale. The full disclosure just feels like cleaning up afterwards, you know. Fair enough. Party's party's gone. Party's over. Everyone's gone home. Time to clean up. Yeah. And then Ronaldo, you know, get gets his piece of the ship. <laughs> and you, you hope Ronaldo really catches a break someday, you know. Uh, I don't think he deserves one, but I don't dislike Ronaldo. Oh, come on. After providing all that wise counsel to Steven, you think he doesn't deserve some slack? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But, uh, I guess that's all we really have to say about Steven Bomb. It was fun. Really makes me anticipate season two. I mean, we have, we have a couple new plot threads to, to worry about. A few old ones that still haven't been resolved. You know, the, the watermelon Steve, the watermelon army, especially, you know, looking forward to seeing when those guys show back up. Oh yeah. But, uh, Malachite will probably return. Peridot, you know, she's going to be involved in season two at some point. Yeah, most definitely. 
And uh, I guess we just have to wait and see, cause I'm still calling it. We're gonna we're gonna see some yellow diamond this season. I'm hoping for that. Mm, I'm not so sure, but yeah, it'd be good. I hope you're right. So I, I guess we will see everybody next week when we talk about open book. And uh, until then, I am GC13. I'm Ken. And again, see you next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.